0: And welcome back to the Curiosity Chamber. This is Season 3, Episode 16. And if you enjoy the podcast, please do me a favor and follow and click that notification bell on Spotify. Man, I hate saying that because I always told myself I'll never say that, but <laughs> I guess it helps. And <laughs> Also, while you're at it, could you go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok if you like what we're doing. If you don't like it, I do not expect it at all. The username is The Curiosity Chamber. And with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and get back into our next guest. Jordan Star, part two. Hold on to your hats. And we're live, Jordan. Welcome back.
1: Thank you for having me back.
0: (laughs) So listen, recently we just had a conversation And the original plan was for us to do a part two, but we didn't know that it would be so quick. And here we are, like, a couple days later, hitting part two.
1: Hey, people liked us being and talking, so we have to run with it, right?
0: For sure. And apparently that the last conversation at part one was literally just brushing the surface and it, it sounds impossible because you were so open and we went through so much like we had an hour conversation of just a deep dive and then all of a sudden wham there's a part two like people don't even know what the fuck is about to come i don't think
1: well i guess we talked jordan this jordan that but we never really led up to how jordan got to where she was and growing up and right family relationships a whole bunch of things
0: yeah yeah so the story that we're about to get into who knows about this is it just the immediate family is it close friends and
1: it depends because During the time, obviously, like I told you, I was two years old, like when it all started. Mm -hmm. I was in middle school and people were making fun of me, saying different things. And I never understood why. Um, Years later, I found out. So like, obviously, everyone in my family knows. Um, Close friends know. There's some people that if they're from that area of where these events happen, they know. Other than that, it's really just people from the years it happened.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. And it was, uh, it was broadcasted on on television as well, right? Like some parts.
1: Um, I believe during my childhood it was. I know. Um, as I got older, um, we did news articles. There was TV articles. Um, obviously, I've been in a courtroom since I was two years old, so I've been going to these court cases.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Everyone listening is probably like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" They're like, like "Oh, she's a cases, Two years old, yeah. Jordan's been arrested multiple times, and she's actually in prison right now.
1: Oh so my god, gets- I'm in Miami, not prison. <laughs> she-, Your she sent me here.
0: She gets a half hour with me, and we're just having this phone call right now. So <laughs> I accepted the collect call. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, Jordan, like, let let's get into it. So let's let's tell everyone what this is all about. Like, let's, let's start off with what happened. What are we talking about?
1: I guess the closest thing I could start with um, when I was younger, my dad, I always thought he was in California baking cakes. Um, Little did I know years as I got older and older, um, communication was more distant. Like I'd talk to him every sporadically throughout the day sometimes. Sometimes I wouldn't talk to him for a week. Um, I later, the older I got, found out my father was in prison.
0: Jesus. Um yeah. so, so when when you found out he was in prison, how who told you that?
1: Um, my mom, who is also his mom, so my grandparents adopted me when I was little because obviously hmm. my father was in prison, my mother Um, I'm unsure what she was doing. I know she definitely didn't want a kid. She had given away another kid before me. And then obviously my grandparents took care of me. And then she, I know, had another kid years later. So I actually have two sisters I've never
0: met. I've spoken to them, but never met them. Oh my God. When you say, (laughs) when you say get rid of like up for adoption, I'd imagine Um, what happened?
1: Not up for adoption, but. I guess the right word would be pawned off on like a family member.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Um,
1: yeah. Obviously, I was two years old when all that was happening. Oh, my God. But so my mom had told me, hey, your dad's in jail. She tried to explain it to me. I think I was like seven or eight. But at that point, you really don't know
0: anything. No, so, you don't. You know, no, you don't I, know I have a five-year-old and like they're just so innocent at that age. They don't, they don't understand in detail, like what's going on. Like it, you're so seven to eight years old is so sad for me to hear that. Cause I, I understand what that age is all about. It's so sad.
1: Well, it doesn't help either. Like growing up, my name technically rhymed. um, So people would make fun of me. And I didn't even know that wasn't even my real birth name. You know, my last name was Karini versus Willie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. You know, I changed my name, but I didn't understand it because it was all happening so quick. It was like, okay, here's a kid that's going from one last name to another. And then they're getting made fun of. Some people would say things about my family. And I have no clue why they're saying these things.
0: Yeah yeah kids can be harsh as well like so so mean yeah what are you at so you were at a public school
1: yeah i had um i got kicked out of middle school actually
0: for what
1: um just being bad honestly i don't remember you want to know something crazy yes so i graduated with a's and b's and i can't see how i did that
0: well, you seem smart as fuck. When I talk to you, whenever I have a conversation with you, like you're articulate, you understand things, you're open minded. Like you, you are smart for sure. Very um, smart. Why do you think that it's it was like an, a tough task for you to get A's and B's? You seem pretty damn mm-hmm. smart.
1: I think because I always wanted to like live life and not be in school. Like obviously, mm-hmm. graduate yeah. early. I just to. Like, when I look it back, I'm like, how did I do this? Because I was always, right. like, never in school or, like, trying to skip <laughs> school, faking sick. Like, I was a horrible student.
0: So was I. Yeah, that started with me in, I think, ninth grade. Something happened. I never wanted to go to school. I loved the social aspect of school. I was a social butterfly, but I fucking hated all the classes. Hated everything. So Well, boring. you were
1: Malibu's most wanted from what
0: yes, I, I was, heard. I, had a, I was trying to get my rap career going. Didn't How's that, work that going out. for you? Not good at all. Now we're now we're doing a podcast.
1: <laughs> hey, you got a mic in
0: front of you, right? You <laughs> so got the mic in front of me. <laughs> That's pretty hey, damn funny, huh? I'm
1: just like ready for my ASMR. Like, are you ready?
0: Oh, oh. For those of you at home that just heard that, Jordan just bought a new mic from Best Buy. This podcast is unofficially sponsored by Best Buy. <laughs> and she just rubbed her nails against the brim of the mic. Let me
1: call um, my friend's father and see if we can get a sponsorship. It's
0: fine. Oh, doing what? What's the sponsor? Uh, I'm not even going to (laughs) ask. Yeah, get it. Work it. Work it. Trying. (laughs) So let's get back to it. It's like you had two sisters that you never met. You spoke, (laughs) but you never met. That's got to be so fucking hard. They're, so it's, they're biological, right? Are, are they half-sisters or like- So they would blown? be
1: half-sisters. They're my mom's side, um, my birth moms. So yeah, yeah. one of okay. them is older, one of them is younger, and I'm in the middle. So it's really interesting because we all share the same concept of not having a mom. And like my youngest sister, she unfortunately went into foster care. So she doesn't know- who her father is? Oh my god! Um, I believe my older sister knew her father. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know that she knew my dad when all this was happening because she was like around, but wasn't. Then I was born, and from what she tells me, it was the white picket fence. Like my mom at the time, my birth mom mm-hmm. um, had the dream life, I guess, because she had a man and my sister she's mixed so i guess it was like they didn't want the mixed child or something i don't know
0: yeah (sighs) oh god i hate to hear it it's just it's so unfortunate because that stage of a kid's life like there's so much development that has to happen it's it's so important to have a structure like i can't express it enough so I, i don't even know how the fuck you honestly how you were kicking and still like kicking ass at life because like what you had to go through for basically from the get-go since you were pushed out has probably been nothing but hardships i'd imagine and go ahead
1: i definitely think that my grandma who's my mom i think the only reason i'm anywhere is because of her she jumped in and made sure i was her child i wasn't going anywhere made sure I had the best of everything. Um, She taught me things like she always told me when I was younger, if you want something she's not going to provide, get a job and do it. Um, Obviously, I like super nice things. So I got a job and definitely make sure I can get it. Um, But I think if it wasn't for her, I really don't know where I would be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even think it's worth going down that avenue, right? Because it could probably be pretty hairy, I'd imagine.
1: Well, for sure. with like my dad's case, um, he's alleged to be um, a murderer, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at the start of everything, <clears throat> before I was born, I believe, because I know it happened in 1983, I believe, he did his time for concealing a homicide. He did put two um, dead bodies in a trunk, which he did admit to. God um, damn. My uncle at the time, who didn't get any repercussions for anything, did help him. Um, but years later, they used um a rape case, a woman who we're not sure now if she was raped or if she was. Um, if she was, it's very unfortunate. They did frame my dad for that. Um yeah. he is the seventh wrongfully convicted person in Lake County. They Seven? Yeah. Whoa. So it's just a wrongfully convicted person on the they same act- case? No, so it's two different cases. There is oh. um, the a rape case that happened in 1992, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Sh- Maybe it was. I know the rape case was when I was a child because, like, the police and the FBI and everyone came to our house to get him. Um, I remember so you, saw-
0: you saw that happening. They came to your house and took him away.
1: From what I was told. Yeah. Um, from my father himself I was in his arms when they came to get him because they were surveillance surveillance our house
0: right right um,
1: so he tossed me over to my grandma and since that day I've basically been her daughter
0: right um okay
1: it's confusing the more like I've dabbled and researched um obviously I've been inside these courtrooms and firsthand like handled the information But I guess the older I get, the more I understand. Yeah. Because as a child growing up, it's a lot to handle when you're being told your father's a murderer. He raped somebody. Then you're finding out he didn't do this. He didn't do that. He did part of this, part of that. And it's he said, she said things. And it's a lot to take in as a person.
0: I'm trying to put myself in your shoes um which is impossible just so everyone knows is, is fucking impossible but I'm I'm trying well,
1: especially cuz you have a kid could you imagine like for me my father um I don't want to blame him but when he's telling me he's working and saving money and living in California yes. you know my dream as a kid was oh I want to go to California that's where my dad is he's working so hard so we can have a nice life you know, and then years later, you find out like, oh, it's not true. So you're believing these lies. You're getting these gifts from him. Mm-hmm. You don't know how you're getting it, but you never see the person. It's almost like Charlie's Angels. You don't know who Charlie is.
0: I was going to say it's like um, you've seen the movie Blow.
1: Yes, I love that movie.
0: Where um, I forgot what uh, Johnny Depp keeps making promises to his kid and keeps like bailing on him the last second and then gets arrested. That the little the the girl his daughter I think it was and he's like I promise you baby we'll go to California I'll take you there and like obviously he was selling drugs and shit and never took her there and she never spoke to him ever again after that last time that he lied to her.
1: Did they never speak? I don't remember the end, name.
0: Yeah, no, they never spoke. He kept having like hallucinations that she came to visit him one time in prison, but that was just, it wasn't real. She never came, never spoke to him ever again. Never, never went I to go see
1: him. I my dad in prison. It's probably the most scariest thing I've ever done.
0: Oh, you did go visit him.
1: Um, when I grew the courage, um, I definitely talked to like close friends, ex-boyfriends, my husband, um. I, I forgot when it was it was when I was about to get married or after I got married I think Yeah. um I'd went there for the first time so mind you being trans it's it's I don't, it's really difficult I guess because like the guards are confused they don't know what to do and like I'm pretty open with it because I don't want to like get the guards in trouble or something right um so they had like extra precautions I guess because it's like a high risk or something So when I went, it was weird because I had only been face to face with my father one other time when I got in trouble um, in the court system when I was young, young, (laughs) and he had actually came to my court date. So I was like, oh, my God, who is this man? Oh, wow. Other than that, I've only seen him in a courtroom. So it was, I think, 2015, I'm going to estimate, is when I physically sat down and actually gave my father a hug. So... That's what seven years ago. Six? What
0: does that feel like when you hugged him? Um, what, was there anything there, or did it just seem like an empty kind of like a shell of a I, hug, no meaning?
1: I don't want to say there was no meaning. I, I guess I talk to my mom about this sometimes. To me, I don't feel that person will ever be my dad or father. Or
0: right. wow, yeah, yeah. I.
1: I just don't know that person like obviously i know him over the phone we have a relationship sure. on the phone but i feel like it's a on again off again relationship and
0: you I, think there's a, a barrier up that that's what it is that you don't want to get hurt because of what has happened in the past or is it because of the actions that he did mm, it, it could be neither it could be everything all I the i guess it's
1: mind manipulation when it comes to that because it's like my mind thinks that this person promised me so many things Mm -hmm. and it's never going to happen and then like obviously there's things that have happened but when it comes to saying like do I love this person do I care for this person I have love for the person I don't think I could say I love this person as a father you know I might be your blood your DNA but at the end of the day like you're more so to me. And at least on paper, you're my brother. Um, Right. I know, for like any father, especially you being a dad, like if your kid was to look at you and be like, Hey, you're not my dad. You're this, like that hurts someone deep down, but you got to look at the kid's eyes. Like I've been with you every step of the way through this, but it's, it's hard to know somebody through a phone like nowadays we text people we get to know people Mm -hmm. i guess like because now the prison system they actually have emails which is kind of cool um (laughs) but it's delayed it's like you go on a tinder date and someone ghosts you you know so it's like a delayed message but hey like i remember you from like a week ago can we still hang out
0: (laughs) right right i get it that's a good analogy
1: kind of not with your father like at least your real father
0: (laughs) Well, I understand. We understand what you're saying. It's Thanks, daddy. I know you would. <laughs> that's why. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating because, I, it's it's almost impossible to build a relationship because he doesn't know every aspect of you. He wasn't there to see you grow as an individual. He he hasn't seen. He's not. He wasn't there for the day-to-day, and that means so much in a kid's life, the day-to-day, not the month-to-month, the year-to-year. That's bullshit. You can't, you can't build a relationship off of that. There's no way. It's these little things like when you fall and get a scrape on your knee, Dad is there, you know what I mean? Like, I teach you to ride a bike, Dad was there. Like, certain things, Dad was there. So do you have – this skewed view on men would you say because of that Um,
1: i think i'm the epitome of daddy issues like that's horrible to say (laughs) um i think i always looked for codependency in men
0: yeah Um, especially at like
1: a young young age um like obviously it's no surprise um 13 14 years old having 20 some year old men. Yep. give you money or just like be attracted to you which is horrible to say Um, but I think I looked for all the wrong things because I don't want to say the love wasn't there like I have a great family but I just the more you find out when you grow up and then obviously yes, yes. being trans and then just going through the stages then as um, I'm trying to even think what it would be considered like gay or just in the closet or just going through all these emotions and then being thrown, hey, your father's a murderer. Your father's a rapist. Your grandma's a murderer. You're this, you're that. Like these titles that are so strong.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: people are looking at you like, "Oh, you're a faggot." So like when it comes to name calling, yeah, I really yeah. don't think that like affects me. But I think the words, "I love you" and Normal things for someone to care about you, like mm-hmm. family-wise or friends or boyfriends, husband. I think I push people away because I've never had a full family, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a yeah. weird – I don't know how no, to explain it.
0: You're articulating correctly. I get it. I it. When you were at a young age, it was almost like you were trying to fill this empty void by –
1: Oh, absolutely. More
0: men wanting getting men's attention.
1: Absolutely.
0: Right. Right. Um, so has that died off a little bit at at the older you get, or do you still feel that?
1: Um, I definitely feel that there's a void, and I think like obviously a month ago I moved. Um some family know, like obviously I think I've told you, um, but like I haven't told people on social media. I haven't told friends. Um, Like, I think I'm trying to find a Mm -hmm. way to fill the void healthy, I guess. Right. Um, Because I definitely think that's something I'm going to struggle with the rest of my life. Yeah. It is hard to fill it. That's for sure. Especially when... You're trying to get your life on track. And my father actually did reach out to me um, three Whoa. weeks ago, I think it was. Whoa. Well, we, we're kind of not talking. Um, kind of like those Tinder dates, you ghost people. Um,
0: could we get them on the podcast and we all have a talk? We
1: could. You got to write in and get that. Um, I don't know if it's not a rep, but it's like you could
0: get it, honestly. You would have to. You have to reach help. out
1: and say you're doing like a documentary or something. Yeah. We're just yeah. like a podcast or
0: he's yeah. on season
1: three. Um, They'll set it up
0: because it's just how like a you, Zoom call. How would you feel about that? Um, I don't think he'd do it. Nah. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about him. I was more worried about
1: you. Well, no, it's so funny because <laughs> um, he actually saw my Jerry Springer episode in prison. Do you know how embarrassing that is? <laughs> He's like, Oh look, there's my kid. There's no way. I s dude, my dad and then there was a couple friends, like unfortunately <laughs> I know really? people that have been in jail or prison. Mm-hmm. And there's people, um I actually think do you know Darrell? No. Um, she had went to the same high school as you. Um, she's my age though. She's in prison for drug induced homicide and um What was her name? Darell. No um
0: same age as me
1: uh, i think she's my age no she might be younger than us oh okay um she saw it a whole bunch of different people saw it and i was just like this is so embarrassing like i we we just went for the free stuff and the money (laughs) for sure like they hit us up and said hey do you want some money and a free vacation my husband at the time was like absolutely
0: (laughs) bet (laughs) do it oh god that's so much to take in isn't it i mean you this feels so bad i know you you like your grandma did she did a good job with you obviously because you're a fantastic person but it's just i wish no kid has to go through shit like that and i understand that it it does happen it happens i don't know i don't want to say frequently but more than it should ever happen it It does. And it's unfortunate because like some kids don't get a fair shot at life. And I'm, I'm way more empathetic now that I have a kid. Like when I, before that, when I was young, I'd probably just be like, ah, fuck it. Just being a complete dickhead. That's why I love this podcast because I get so many different perspectives I get to live in other people's shoes for like this one hour that we talk and it just opens my eyes. And I've been doing this for quite some time that it's like some I have to feel blessed in some cases about my life. So, I mean, life could be way, way more difficult. And same with the listeners out there, too. I mean, if you think you have a bad day, sometimes just listen to some podcasts and people's perspective. That's why you should start a fucking podcast for sure.
1: Listen, someone's father bought me this microphone. I'm gonna put it to use just because of you.
0: <laughs> you said you sound so good. You sound so professional now. I love it. I know.
1: It. And then like for the ASMR we got it.
0: <laughs> oh, Buku Bucks, watch out. Right? Trisha paid us too. <laughs> oh, let me guess down there on the ASMR. I'll do some uh. things. <laughs> I wanna I wanna come back to the um to the court case, like when you, when you actually physically had to go into court to see this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what was that experience like? How old were you and um, what, what emotions were you feeling? Like, was there Well, anger? If we go
1: back to before I was born? Um, I was actually in jail while I was in the womb. So no shit. Talking. Yeah. My birth mom, I'm not sure the charges or like anything. Uh,
0: the what? You're like Tupac. Tupac was in a cell too before he was born. Horrible.
1: Um. <laughs> so I remember that from when I was little, I like, obviously I was told I was, my mom was pregnant with me when all this started going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born, went with my aunt for a little bit. And then once my father was out of jail or prison, whichever one it was first for the original homicide, um, I know after that, my mind is from a two-year-old up until whenever. Yeah, um, I remember going to court. I remember sitting there. Um, I know, I don't know how old I was. I'd have to ask my mom. I know, and I remember specifically sitting in the courtroom. I believe I was next to my mom or my aunt, and they had lifted up a piece of paper. And I remember my dad standing up and saying that there's... A children in the courtroom um, and the piece of paper obviously was a photo of two dead bodies in a trunk oh um, i know i don't remember <sighs> if my aunt took me outside or the bailiff or someone i know i sat outside until they were done with like showing the deceased bodies um but i remember that the older i went um the older i got I obviously retain more going to court and I understand like what's going on but then it's like how often were you going to court? every two weeks every month Um, now it's more spread out because we're obviously um, fighting to have the other case overturned because when they had did the rape case they Mm -hmm. used that to enhance the charges from concealing a homicide which obviously my father did do he did put the bodies in the trunk He's already said that um, he did not kill the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what happened there. I know that my uncle, one of the people that was in the trunk was actually an uncle I'll never meet. And then was his friend.
0: So. So you don't know anything about the murder itself, like what it was over, or who was involved?
1: Obviously. I mean, besides the-, the four people the two of the people obviously are deceased now. Um, my uncle, I know helped hide the bodies and helped my dad carry them to the car. And I know he used to own a carpet company and he redid the carpets in the house. So yeah. it didn't look like anything happened. Mm-hmm. I know that much. Cause the, there was no blood when they looked at the house and obviously the carpets were brand new. Right. Um. But that, case they used in cook county because that the murders happened in cook county well the homicide Mm -hmm. and then the rape case they used that because of a state's attorney in lake county to enhance the charges to i don't know if it's first degree or second degree murder um so then obviously my father's labeled as a murderer yeah so you know it's fun being called a murderer's daughter for absolutely no reason when you know, no one was there. We don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I'm told, I know that my uncle was trying to attack my father. I know that the his friend, um, I believe her name is Joanne. I know she was already dead when my dad went into the room. Um, she so, was
0: already dead. So that was the second body?
1: <laughs> that was the first one.
0: That was so the first one. Okay. My
1: uncle, John, and my father- I guess, have a disagreement or something. Um, I know the uncle had a gun, and I'm not sure what happened there. Um, obviously, a gun went off, and right. I don't sure. know if they were struggling or what happened. Um, I know that he was 6'4", like 300 pounds, and trying to attack my dad. But for like what happened to him, I'm unsure. I know that... female i know she was already dead when my dad walked into the room so i know he called my uncle because he didn't know what to do because he was a child at the time i think he was like 19 20 21 oh my god um yeah 1983 and then he's how old 50 something i think he was like 19. it's such a
0: pivotal moment in In life, right there, like that—that couple of minutes changed everyone's life, and it's so crazy to think about that. Like a disagreement, and then, like, all in a split second, probably like a couple's couple people's lives ended, and then everyone's life, like the the family tree from there, just got completely fucked up because of. Like high tensions i guess in a few moments it's so bizarre how all it takes is a few moments that can change the course of life for a specific family a particular family
1: absolutely it's <sighs> like car accidents car accidents can wipe yeah. you out
0: yes for sure that's a good point yeah you could just be driving and the next thing like jesus you get a phone call and it's like it could happen to anyone yeah drunk driving well it's just yeah. like gun
1: violence um i don't know have you ever shot a gun
0: yeah, I have a pistol.
1: Um, I had went shooting two years ago um, with my axe, and I had never gone shooting before. I've seen guns. I've been around guns. Um, We had went shooting, and, like, obviously you have, like, the things on your ears, and, like, you're mm-hmm. holding the gun. For me, like, I don't know how people could actually just shoot a gun and kill people. Like, to I me, know. it was, like, slow motion. Like, I watched the bullet come out. Like, it was, like, so slow and like I was traumatic is yeah. what it sounds like right
0: yeah I I can't even go hunting I don't even want to I sound like a pussy damn. saying that but I like I don't even want to kill an animal unless I was gonna eat it like I couldn't I don't like killing things I don't like ending things lives I don't think I have I shouldn't have that ability like don't, I don't
1: get me wrong I emptied the full clip on a piece of wood damn, did I you felt- turn it
0: sideways no kill
1: shot, no, I was told to hold it with two hands and <laughs> do it the right way. um it's interesting though, it's definitely I give people credit that like like cops, for example, yeah, I could never carry a gun twenty four seven I'd be afraid to like fall and like blow my foot off.
0: That's your job. Imagine that's your job. you have to have a pistol. You're in these high, intense moments where. Like you see all over the news, like another shooting, another robbery, another murder. And then like you have to pull over someone who looks suspicious and you have to come up from the rear of the car. Like your anxiety has got to be just out of this roof. Like you think like any normal pullover could be your last second. So that's why they're on edge for sure. I th- I I mean some cops are fucking terrible people. Yes, we've all seen it, but majority of the police, they have a they have a pretty stressful job and they're trying to do their best. They're humans, for sure.
1: Yeah, they definitely have a stressful job. Plus imagine like what they see when they go to these crime scenes like Yeah. I know um I don't know how familiar you, how much you keep up on social media and stuff, but mm-hmm. my friend was actually a gun by vi- or gun violence victim. This. Um and somebody I have pictures of it, it's horrible. Um actually went live on Instagram and all you see is her body. Whoa. Next to her car with like huh? a sheet over it. What? Yeah. Jesus. So like it's for some people, like for me, like obviously I've had friends that have been murdered. I've had friends that have died young. Um, I've seen some things I probably shouldn't have. So it, I don't think it affects me as much as some people. But, like, could you imagine being a father and somebody will just say they killed your son because he has blonde hair. And yeah. you look on Instagram and see a screenshot. Oh, does anyone know who this is? They're on so-and-so street. Like, how would you react as a parent?
0: Oh. Oh. I I fear for a day that that happens because I will go to prison. I will kill somebody for sure. There there's no doubt in my mind. If someone hurt my son or took his life, I, there's no questions about it. I would be on. I would be on the hunt. I would kill somebody for sure. There's no doubt about it. I would not be able to restrain myself. <laughs> there's just no way. There's I don't understand how people. Do restrain themselves when something like that happens, like a oh. mass shooting at a school. Like I'll be, I'll be a fucking crazy dad that just goes tries to find this person if they didn't off themselves and fucking kill them.
1: I could never imagine, like, like I've been rammed at gunpoint before, like and am pistol whipped in the Jeez, past. What the fuck? In Crystal Lake, two out of all places. Like I go to <laughs> the city. What? Seriously, in Crystal Lake. Um. Oh hell no! I could never. Like I had went, um, this is a funny story. During Halloween, me and Max' husband, we had went to this haunted house thing where they pretend to be like the killers. So like you're actually in yeah. this scary movie. It was in Woodstock. It was actually pretty cool. Um, oh,
0: I heard of that. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I
1: don't know what it is, but it's that thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's super, super fun. But could you imagine if they were really trying to kill you? Like, yeah when it comes to a school shooting i could never imagine like leaving to go like to the cafeteria to go like get a gatorade and you hear a boom boom
0: like you would think it's a joke
1: you wouldn't think anything of it
0: they try to like do all these tests and live simulations but nothing Mm -hmm. will prepare you for when it really happens because it's gonna catch you off guard and like you're just gonna be so fucking scared that your body's not gonna know how to react, and at at that moment, you have split seconds to make a decision, which is life or death so I'm it's gonna, so unfortunate it
1: is very unfortunate, so I'm gonna prepare you for something. I'm actually gonna text you some pictures right and now? I want yeah, I want your reaction if this was your kid It's pretty intense. Now this, mind oh, you, crazy. When I saw this, I was on vacation. I was driving to California. What? And this is how I found my um good girlfriend was no longer with us.
0: Really? Yeah. So Jordan just sent me a picture and it's it looks like it's Instagram live. Is that what that is? Yeah. And there's a bunch of photos and comments underneath it because it's live. And it's a clearly a dead body with a white blanket over it. And there's how long was the I'm video?
1: Send, um, that I'm unsure. I know it was taken down. I know yeah. that was in yeah. the alleyway yeah. where she was shot. Um, I'm sending you another picture. This is what she this is her last Facebook post. Um, It was a picture like with Snapchat um, emojis and words. This is the last thing she ever said to the world. It actually hurts me a little. Um, But this was hours before she was shot by somebody that she thought loved her.
0: So Jordan sent me a picture, and it's of her friend looking out the window through some blinds. And she looks very pretty. Nice red hair. Thank you with a pray emoji, God, for allowing me, my family, and loved ones another beautiful day. (sighs)
1: Now, <sighs> that was the last year. If your son, that was his last social media post ever, hours before their death, how would you be able to handle that?
0: No, I couldn't. There's no way. There's no way. There's just no way. There's no way. I don't understand how people move forward when they lose a child. I don't. I really don't. I. I Sometimes I don't know what to say. I have no idea. That's too tough yeah it's it's un- it's unfortunate we live in a world like this where I mean it's, it's so simple to kill somebody like people don't take into consideration the implications like the the mass effect it has on multiple multiple people not just the person you shoot when you shoot that person it's not that person's problem anymore because they're dead now it's the friends and family that have to go back bearing through life with that on their shoulders that is not fucking fair at all. It really
1: isn't. And like I've lost my best friend. I've lost my friend that was a victim of gun violence. Um maybe I'm built different and like it doesn't phase me as much, but you, like desensitized
0: it seems like
1: to death, I think. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I think I have a higher tolerance, I guess but to watch the family members mm-hmm. the fa- like the grieving from them and yeah
0: that's what like gets me
1: it, it do- never gets easy to watch someone like i recently um i think it was like last month or something um her name's Dejene but we me and her sisters took her to the pride festival in chicago we walked around um with her ashes And we had fun, um, obviously in our tribe and our little thing, Mm -hmm. um, different trans girls respect different people. Um, I try to steer away from
0: going to Chicago just because there is so much violence. And then wait, are there different, there's different tribes within that community? Is that what you just said?
1: Um, I stole your word. Um, it's obviously (laughs) gay pride. So when I'm saying tribe, tribe, I'm meaning like trans people.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, or just LGBT
1: like in general, but um,
0: are there little segments of let's let's say gangs of within know, that community as a whole? Kind
1: of like, it's kind of like Mean Girls, but for like yeah, girls. yeah, yeah. Oh um, shit! Kind of. Well, for example, um, her name's Milani. Uh-huh. She's super gorgeous. Oh my god, I'll send you a picture of her later. Um, okay. She, um, I saw her out of the corner of my eye, and I feel someone come up and hug me, and they're like, "Hey, sis," blah blah blah. And to me, it's just, I think the last time I saw her was at Rashanti's house, and I think we had tacos or something. Um, but she came up and, like, said, hi, how are you? This is someone I haven't seen in years. Yeah. Um, we obviously talk or see each other on social media, but we all just have so many different lives, but it's a respect level of, yeah. we're all going through the same things, and yes. we understand each other, I guess. Yes. And so mm-hmm. many random people... Not only came up just to say hi, but they came to say hi to Dijanae, who's
0: unfortunately
1: in a box. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's 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 nice though. They they come up and I mean we can all put our bullshit to the side for one second, right? Always. Yeah. And what's what's sad is like everyone starts off I, it sounds crazy and it sounds like very simplistic but everyone starts off as a blank slate baby they everybody everybody no drama. could you imagine there's no drama they're just like the most peace drama not thing. drama babe <laughs> so it's like something it's 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 so complicated. People are so complicated. We live in a such a, a complicated time because obviously it's not the baby, so it's not the person. So it's the environment and the people that are surrounding that baby that develop them to be the way that they are. They aren't born this way. They aren't. They're just- Lady Gaga nice is so different. Are baby. we going to fight her on that? <laughs> I think we have to now. Hey. Them is fighting voids. My bad. My bad, Gaga.
1: Hey, we love <laughs> <it> to <together>. Gaga.
0: <laughs> She's got some bangers. I'm not going to lie. I like a lot of her music.
1: Dude, I've seen her live. Yeah. She definitely puts on a show.
0: She kills it. The one thing I don't understand is her face changes a lot. Never judge a woman by her face. No, I'm not judging. I'm just, it's an observation. It changes a lot.
1: She has character.
0: Yeah, is it just... Well, I'm trying to figure out if it's makeup I or think, is it surgery.
1: I think it's makeup, but I do think she obviously has dabbled in fillers. Um, okay. Obviously, when you have large amounts of money or... For sure. Your yeah. regimen's yeah. a little different. Yeah. Um, But she definitely has changed facial-wise over the years. Look at Madonna.
0: She is more... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was just an observation. I'm trying to... Because, like, the, the looks were pretty dramatic from one year I noticed. I was like, that's interesting. I wonder, is that the makeup or is she getting surgery? I couldn't tell. I couldn't fucking well, tell.
1: Driving me she crazy. Also does wear a lot of wigs and lace fronts and different hair pieces. Yeah. Those two change your face. I've worn okay wigs and lace fronts before. Interesting. It changes like your hairline, yeah. your
0: forehead. Got you. That's probably what it is then. Yeah, because it, it looked like shape shifting. So I was I was yeah. really, I was really like, intrigued by it. I'm like, how does this bitch's face keep changing? I mean, am I, am I blind? Am I not understanding something? But that it's makes called, sense, Jordan. It's called Facetune Old Man. Facetune. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong about the old man. Mm-mm-mm. You're not that old. 34. Hey, now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Where do we go from here, Jordan? Damn. I mean, you just kind of unloaded on the world here. Um, hmm. You've been through a lot. You know that. I know that.
1: I think everyone goes through a lot. I don't think it's just me. Like, obviously, we have our trials and tribulations as we get older and grow. I think for me personally... I don't think I've always vocalized or spoken up on things that like bug me or how I'm feeling. Yeah, um, Like, especially when it comes to like my family mm-hmm. and just my father specifically, I try to wean him out cause I, I don't want to blame him for everything, but when it comes down to it, I feel a lot of my trauma voids things I go for or reach out to, I think is the reason for a lot of my issues. And like, I can't, I don't want to say heal,
0: but. Do you blame yourself for any of that? Or do you kind of have an understanding of that? What you went through contributes to some of the issues that you have.
1: I think, I think blaming myself I think I've dragged people into things I don't think they should have gone through. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I think there's a lot of things I should have went through alone. Um, like my marriage, for example, I feel my husband thought we were happy when really I was miserable.
0: Um, are you good at putting a, like a mask on like a fake face? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, I wish I didn't drag him through the years of our marriage. And I think he could, like right now he's engaged. Um, I wish he could have found someone else. Cause for me, I can't give someone a kid. There's so many things as a person I can't give. Mm -hmm. And I'm still battling with my own self. Like that one song pink has. um, Oh my God. What is it? She's basically fighting with herself in the mirror. And I feel that's me every day. Yeah. One day we'll fill the voids
0: it's 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 yeah it's it's complex it's difficult I, I think the more we live life and the more experiences we we go through we kind of get a better understanding of ourselves and in a way it could be more therapeutic i think we just have to have an understanding of ourselves and what the fuck we want and what we're doing here i mean like, let's say 85 to 100 years. That's it. It's not a long time on the grand scheme of things. I mean, you might have everything figured out by the time you're 85, and then you get like three days to live after that, and then you're fucking dead.
1: That's one thing. I think that's my biggest fear in life, not knowing what happens when you die. Because think about it. Like, there are some times I'll be laying in bed. I have really bad anxiety. My mind wanders. Yeah, i'll wake up and be like oh my god i'm not gonna wake up in the morning so here i am sitting for like two hours thinking i'm fucking nuts yeah and it's like obviously you're gonna wake up well hopefully knock on wood um obviously we're gonna wake up if something happens to us we're we truly never know if something like can we see like I believe there is an afterlife because my some of my friends that are gone they give me some messages
0: friend I actually had a um a medium on one time we were talking about life after death. He lost his daughter in a car accident, mm-hmm. and um him and the rest of his family were in a hotel, and some some of her friends were all in a hotel, and they all experienced the same dream <laughs> and was, really? like, what was, was dream? with her in it, yeah. She was, like, speaking to him. It was interesting. Um, I, I went came in with terms a- with it about life after death. I'm so calm about it. Like, if it happens, it happens. I mean, what's what's to be worried about if it does happen? Like, if if you're dead, you're dead. I mean, you're anxiety. Te- I mean, I'm not trying to get, like... No one should harm themselves in any ways, and I'm against that because I understand life can get very hard. I've been down some, some dark red holes before for sure, but you might as well try and play out this life to its entirety to see what can come up. And what, like, whose lives you can change. You can always change someone's life. You don't know, like, Jordan, this podcast that we're doing might change one person's life. And I mean, fuck, that's awesome. It could. That's incredible. That's, in, that's incredible, right? It's
1: incredible. There's a TikTok out there. I don't know if you've seen it. I'll look for it. It says, if you were to live every day how you were doing, and then you were to die, and God slides you a piece of paper and says this is how you were supposed to go, yeah. If like you were given the chance. Would you go back and redo it? Mm. So it's basically you lived your whole life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you find out what you could have been. And I think that's mind blowing to think like we don't know. I what wouldn't want to see,
0: wouldn't see that piece of paper.
1: Me neither. I love my life. Somehow. Yeah. I mean,
0: you're doing what you can with the the cards you were dealt. Right. And so am I. I mean, we're doing the best we can. There's no fucking manual for life. There's no directions. You just kind of have to live, learn from experiences, and I don't know, try and teach the young how to be good and don't fucking kill people, which shouldn't even be a thought. <laughs> like, do good. People
1: stop killing. It's a Same horrible.
0: here. Same here. I had a question for you. It I popped in my hell. head a little bit earlier. I wanted to ask you if let's just say hypothetically your dad gets released from prison and just like expunged of all like, whatever, like everything is dismissed mm. and he's out the next, let's say he's out tomorrow. What okay. happens to you? What do you do with that?
1: <laughs> um. Well, with his ongoing case, if he were to get out or we get to that point to where we go back to trial, which is, obviously the goal and what we're leading up to. Um, I would be one of the very few that would be left around. Um, I think it would have to be building a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. To me, he's a stranger. Like I know things about him. Obviously I've read things about him. We've tried to do different things like question games and really fill people out. But for me and correct me if I'm wrong, cause you are a father. Yeah, I think to father a child behind a phone and yeah. behind yeah, glass when it comes to visitation or from a jail cell, you know, because they'll bring a phone to you there or from like a tablet. Mm-hmm. I personally don't feel you're learning anything. There's um, no
0: connection. There's, there's no way there's a connection. There's not.
1: There's no, no cell service.
0: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to be person to person face to face to build something like go start off with a cup of coffee in a public place or some shit i don't know
1: i know i would take him to starbucks
0: (laughs) he likes coffee Mm, i'm
1: not sure but i would take him there
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't give a shit if you like coffee you're coming to starbucks
1: (laughs) (laughs) food so like i guess we could grab like takeout in starbucks other than that i would know nothing of what to do yeah
0: yeah oh boy here we are again jordan we we done did it is there anything else you want to get off your chest before we wrap this up it's almost coming on an hour i love talking to you i mean no i a-
1: know i have to get back on a private jet soon yeah
0: i get it actually i don't get that i mean i gotta get right. on the cta the the public buses and shit there you go <laughs> don't patronize me <laughs> you know you're my favorite yeah my favorite too everyone listening thank you for tuning in appreciate you thank you so much for the support uh jordan's as you can tell very open awesome i mean you're you're one of a kind for sure someone who's so open about like literally anything
1: i like answering questions
0: yeah you do a good job at it too which is why we're gonna get you a podcast going
1: hey we're gonna try
0: well, Jordan, thanks for hopping on again. Love speaking to you. Thank you so much. Hit everyone up again with um with your social media and how they can reach you.
1: So social media is Jordan, J-O-R-D-D-A-N-N-S-T-A-R-R for Instagram, OnlyFans, Twitter, and then for Snapchat, it's Jordan, J O R S. Oh, wow, I said that wrong. J-O-R-S-T. Oh my God, I'm saying my thing wrong. It's Jordanstar21 for Snapchat.
0: Say it right again. Do it.
1: It's Jordan, J-O-R-D-D-A-N-N-S-T-A-R-R-21 for Snapchat.
0: Got it. I was fucking up your name too. So that's my fault. My bad. I, before we got on this uh, this podcast, I was messing up her name. So that's on me. My bad.
1: <laughs> okay. I can't stop you.
0: Jordan, thanks for doing this. I appreciate you. Everyone at home, later.